Listen, a lot of times walking into those situations, walking into those rooms, thinking I've got nothing left because I've been dulled by the things of life over and over and over and over. Every sharpness of reading the word in the morning sometimes is gone by the afternoon. The body of Christ needs this. Living Stones Church needs this. And the church in French Valley needs this. The church in America needs this. We're all a part of the body. Welcome to Living Stones Church. This week, Pastor Justin talks about how the kingdom of God is one of interdependence on each other. But uh, it takes a village. Somebody say it takes a village. Today's message is titled, Together. Somebody say together. Together. Oh, I'm excited for this message. Who has enjoyed this series so far? It's been a good series. Mind Space, part three. And uh, oh my goodness, together. You know, I was as I took some a, a class yesterday, a pastor's class yesterday. It was it was a lot of fun all day long talking about church stuff and pastor stuff, and it was really good. And and one of the things that we talked about was being together. The importance of being together. So let's get into Hebrews chapter 10, right here, verse 25. Shout if you're there. Awesome. You can follow along in the Bible app if you want. It's all in there. Verse 25 says, And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you speak to us, that you love us, that you care about us. And Lord, that you can show us some ways that we can win the battles of our mind. And so, Lord, we give it all to you this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, this verse became very popular a couple of years ago when, when there were mandates saying that you couldn't go to church. Does anybody remember that? Oh my gosh, I can't even believe that's already a couple years ago. Can you believe that? Blows my mind. But when all of a sudden, when, when, when you're not allowed to meet together, when you're not allowed to do this, this verse became so popular. No! We can't forsake the meeting together. We have to, you, know, you can't tell me I can't go to church. Anybody with me? Now here's the thing. It's amazing. Now here we are two years later and back to normal and how easy it is to go, oh, I got other things going on. Church, you know, I'll get there if I can make it. Come on, somebody. Oh, did that, how did that guilt sandwich just taste right there? Just a big, I'm, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty. I'm just speaking to your spirit this morning. I'm speaking to your soul this morning, all right? Because each of us, each of us are human. Do you have any humans sitting next to you this morning? Go ahead and point at them. Which one's the more human one next to you? That one? Yeah, that one. That's it. Come on, there's some more passionate humans in this than others. You know, it, it's, it's funny how we get so caught up in life, and it's when it's taken away from us that it becomes important, but when it's there in abundance, how easy it is to neglect. Come on, somebody. So my first point this morning for my note takers, if I have note takers out there, come on. My first point this morning is I will commit. Somebody say commit. I will commit to the body of Christ. I will commit to the body of Christ. Man, that, that, was a, that was a deep groan as people said that together. There's like, goodness, it's almost like we know we're, we're not quite giving everything we had. Isn't that true? Come on. I know that for this, when I was reading through this and going through this, I was thinking about myself. Is there more that I can do for the body of Christ, Lord? Is there more that I can be used for? And maybe you're thinking the same thing. In Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22, I'm going to read from the New King James Version on this one. It says, without counsel... 
plans go awry. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. There's something about having, having wisdom around you. When you have multitude of counselors, there's wisdom that comes from that. You know what happens when, when you don't have a multitude of counselors? You have to live off of your own brain and your own decisions. Is anybody comfortable with that? Come on, somebody. There's just, like i got to tell you, some of the best ideas that happen in this church are not mine. Are you with me? They are not mine. I have an amazing team. I have an amazing team of people, and we talk about things, and we work through things together. Come on. I, some of the best tools that I've learned to raise my kids were not my own ideas. They came because I talked to somebody who, who, who their, their, their teenager just became an adult. And I learn from them and glean from them because I look at my nine-year-old and I know one day he will be 18. Are you with me? Come on. There's something we can learn from each other. There's, there's a wisdom in the multitude of counselors. Our nation, who loves this nation that we live in? Our nation, the United States of America, prides itself on independence. Somebody say independence. Look after number one. It's all about me. For me and mine, I'm going to get mine. Come on. Is anybody with me? It's the commercials we hear all day long. Get yours. Make sure. You know, come on. As you're watching all those different burger commercials or car commercials, you deserve this. It's all about you. Does anybody hear me? Come on, there's just something about it. As we talk about our independence and fighting for independence, it's, it's a beautiful and wonderful thing. But I, can I tell you something? The kingdom of God is not based on independence. Come on, it's actually completely the opposite culture in the kingdom of God. Somebody say interdependence. 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 That's going to be a word. That's, that's your word for the week. You have to use that in a sentence when you're out there and about. Are you with me? Interdependence. Interdependence means that we depend on one another to get things done. Can I tell you, your, your, body, your body has many parts, and, and without so many parts working, your body doesn't work itself. Are you with me? Yeah, has anybody ever had a limb or something that's just not working the way it's supposed to? Are you with me? As soon as you turn like 35, these things start happening. Huh? Right? When you, I've heard when you turn 50 that, that even more things stop working the way you thought they should work. I tell you, when I'm out there playing hockey, I just started playing hockey again this year. It had been 16 years since I, started play, since I stopped playing hockey. Can I tell you my body's not doing what I thought it should do? Like, my head is like, I'm going to get there. I'm going I'm I'm to do all these things. I'm going to get past this little 18-year-old kid, and it's going to be great. And it's never great. Are you with me? It's never great. But we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm, I'm twice the man I used to be, and people just bounce off of me. That part's good, but as Americans, we're known as we're cowboys and lone rangers, going off and doing our own thing. But this mentality is not biblical. It's not. It's not. You weren't meant to do this alone. The kingdom of God is one of interdependence. Ephesians 4, verse 11 says, Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. Verse 12, Their responsibility is to equip. Somebody say equip. Equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Verse 13, this will continue until we all come to such unity. Somebody say unity. Unity. Unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son. 
that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. That's not intimidating. Verse 14. Then. Somebody say then. Then. It's like, if you do these things, then we will no longer be immature like children. (laughs) Like all that stuff we just read was so intimidating and that's like, oh, then you just called us immature like children. Come on, don't look at your neighbor right now. We know who the immature ones are in the room, right? Come on. It's usually the one looking in the mirror. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of teaching. We will not be influenced by people who trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Verse 15. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of His body, the church. Verse 16. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. Somebody say perfectly. Perfectly, Perfectly, as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. You know, by ourselves, we can be tossed around. You know, my, my, my son, is, he, he had this fun thing happen. His, his, his grams here, he, she put a, a little, little fun rock in our, in our flower bed that had, had a, a little painting on it. It looked like a candy corn. It was so neat, right? He was so excited when he found this rock. And then he's like, I want to paint other rocks and put them in other people's yards and, and to do these things. And he was so excited about it. And when I think about this church, we're, we're known as Living Stones, right? And, and we are the church and we're built to be the church. But can I tell you, a stone by itself builds nothing. Nothing. Like the best thing I can do with a stone by itself is toss it over the lake so I can see how many times it skips. Are you with me? Come on. And some of us, we get tossed so to and fro by life and all the things happening that we forget that we're actually supposed to be a part of the church. Have you ever seen a rock wall? Now I feel bad because I I put on there that I was going to give a picture to my my tech team and I didn't give them a picture. But I was going to put a picture of a rock wall up there. But, you know, all those like stone walls when you're you're going in like in England and things like that, you'll see these stone walls and cobblestones everywhere. And they put them all together and with some mortar. Are you with me? But that stone, you can't pull it out of there. It's built up to build something that, that, that gives guidance, that, that shows you where to go, shows you what to do. It, it, it builds roads and, and, and some structure. Are you with me? But a lot of us, especially in, in the United States of America, a lot of us in the American church, we haven't learned that we actually have to be together to have strength. We, we've forgotten what that means. We've gotten so independent. I got my own thing. I got my own stuff. I'm, I'm glad I can go to church and get a little bit of a, a good little a pick-me-up so that I can go do my thing. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. But something shifts when we start to do things together. When we do things together. Somebody say together. 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 By ourselves, we're tossed around, thrown from one place to another, from one thought process to another. Here's here's point number two. I will seek my place in the body of Christ. I will seek my place in the body of Christ. There's something powerful about that. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 9 it says, Two people are better than one, for they can help each other to succeed. Verse 10, if one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Verse 11, Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? 
Verse 12. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Listen, as you look around the room, go ahead and look at them. They're they're good looking people. Look around. Don't stare for too long, it gets awkward. All right? We got some good looking people in this church, but I got to tell you, I need you. Can I tell you that? I need you. And you need me. And we need each other. Are you with, it? Are you with me on that? There, there's something. When, when I'm tripping. Come on, somebody say tripping. tripping. When I'm tripping. When I'm, when I'm messed up in my brain. I need somebody around me to keep me from falling all over myself. Are you with me? And I think you do too. If we don't get so prideful and think that we can do it all on our own. Mm. It's so easy to get caught up and be too busy and think I need to do it all on my own. Now, how many, of us, how many of us go to Fight Club? Where, where are my people that go to Fight Club? We got some guys in here go to Fight Club. How many times have you not felt like going to Fight Club? Give me a grunt. A lot, right? We, I, have not, I have felt like not going to Fight Club. Can I be honest with you? Every time. Somebody say every time. Every time. Even if I don't feel like it. Even if I've had a long day counseling people going through all kinds of junk. And I'm like, the last thing I want to do is go and spend time with more people. Is anybody with me? Where are my people people at? You like people? Where are my people that don't like people? Yeah, those are my people. Are you with me? Listen, man, you can be both. Yes, you can be both. There are times when you're like, I love people, and there's times where like, leave me alone. Are you with me? But every time I go to Fight Club, I get something out of it. Every time. Even just being around these men to, to share with me what they're struggling with and what they're going through. And I remind myself, hey, they're just like me. I can do this. I can get through this. Then we encourage each other and, and tell each other, you can do it, man. Like, listen, we all, we've all, we're, we're, most of us are married. We know what married life is like. And we can get through this. Are you with me? Come on. I'm glad the wives are laughing. That's good. That's really good. The, the husbands don't dare laugh in this moment. Are you with me? They're like... I thought what we say in Fight Club stays in Fight Club, Pastor. Anything said in my presence has the opportunity to be on a sermon. Are you with me? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I won't tell any any of that stuff. But I heard, because I've never been to Sisterhood, where are my ladies at? I've heard similar stories coming out of that, where you don't feel like going. You got the kids stuff and all these things and work and stress. And your husband is, well, he needs to go to Fight Club, right? And you're thinking like, goodness gracious, the last thing I want to do is go to a women's study and talk with all these women whose life is probably better than mine and they're doing good and they're not. No, we find out we're all struggling and we're all figuring out together. And all of a sudden when when I'm talking about something I can't see past, my brother tells me how to see past it. When, when, when one of the ladies is trying to figure out how to, how to work with some different things with, with their kids and how to, how to get them to do the schoolwork or how to get them to focus, and all of a sudden somebody's like, hey, I've been through that. Let me walk through it with you. Are you with me? We can't do life by ourselves. Together we are powerful. Together we are powerful. Together it is hard to catch us off guard. Come on. It's hard to catch us off guard. It's so easy to get caught off guard when you're by yourself. Whew. Together we find breakthroughs. Come on. Together we find breakthroughs. Together we see a fuller picture of God's goodness. 
Somebody say together. Together we can fight the battles ahead. Pastor AJ, can you jump up here for me for a second? And Todd, can you come up here too? By myself, I can only do so much. I can only do so much. But when my, when my brothers are with me, all of a sudden here, I'm going to put you guys back to back right here. I'm going to go right here. As we fight together, there's nothing that can come at, at my six. That's what we called in the Marine Corps. And on my back. Nothing can hit me in the back right now because my brothers are protecting me. Are you with me? When I go to fight club and I'm tired and I don't want to go, and then I find out Todd's just as tired as me, and I find out that, that, that AJ's been out serving people and pouring into people, and we're exhausted but I tell you what we can lean on each other uh, we, might have, we might give each other rest but we're still protected we still got power we still got a, a way to get things done are you with me? things shift when we do it together thank you gentlemen they shift when we do it together when you're doing it by yourself it's the hardest thing you can imagine mental health is very challenging to get through with your own brain you're the one that's sick. Are you with me? Your brain is sick. Listen, I, I, it sounds funny, but for those that, that have mental health issues, you're, you're staring at one. Listen, we're all regular people here. Are, are we? I just want to make sure. Like, I know, I know sometimes pastors get held to a higher standard. We should be holier than thou and know everything and have it all figured out. But I've got to be honest with you, I don't. I stress out on, on, we had rooted last week and, and I cried like a baby just trying to be honest and real with the people of where my mental health was at. Were any of my rooted people with me? They still love me? Okay, I just want to make sure. They're still coming back next week. That's good. Because <laughs> you know what? It's a struggle, but, and I didn't want to go to rooted. I didn't feel like it. You ever, you ever feel like that? Do you ever give in to that? Come on, I give in to that sometimes. What if we stopped giving in to that and we realized that the power is on the other side of getting through that? As we get through that, come on. Ephesians 6, 13 says, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you are able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. You know, as I, as I read about in Ephesians, and I read about the whole armor of God. Does anybody enjoy those sermons and, and enjoy reading that section of Scripture? The whole armor of God. I'm going to take the breastplate of righteousness. I'm the helmet of salvation. Like, you're taking all these pieces, and you're like, oh! You're thinking about just clothing yourself and getting ready. And then all of a sudden, something dawned on me, and I thought about the body of Christ. And each of us is a part of the body. Are each of us putting on the armor necessary for the whole body to be protected. Oh, we're so, we're so good at making it something independent. Oh, it's about me. I need to put on the whole armor of God so I can get through my stuff. Are you with me? No, listen. You need to put on the, the armor of God for you so that the rest of the body can be safe. So the rest of the body can be powerful. So the rest of the body can get after it. Are you with me? You play a part. You're an important part. When we think about that rock wall, it's like you pull one little rock out, it's like a stack of cards, the whole thing falls. I think about how many churches out there, when, when the pastor fell, you know these stories, you've heard them, you've, they, they love to put them on the news, are you with me? It's, it's so easy, it's so easy to, put, to, to present that, see, church failed again. When the pastor falls, so did everyone else around him. 
Oh my goodness. How important is it that we put on the whole armor of God for the whole body of Christ? There's, there's an importance to that. Uh, all of a sudden, when you start putting on that mind like Christ, you, you see your brothers and sisters differently. You realize that they're just as human as you. You stop judging so much on what they're going through and why they didn't, why they didn't show up. Why, why didn't they do what they said they were going to do? Come on, does anybody hate hip, hypocrites? That's why we hate ourselves. That's why we have mental issues. Because we know we're hypocrites in our own mind. As, as, I, as I started this sermon out and I started talking about it, all of a sudden that audible groan like, oh, I have not been the best part of the body of Christ that I could be. Come on, because all of us sit in that place, but we're stronger together. Just as I have those men standing up here back to back, even when we can't hold ourselves up, we can lean on each other to be held up. You don't have to be perfect to go to men's group, to go to women's group, to go to, to, go to rooted, to, to go to life group and small groups. You don't have to do those. You just have to show up. Armor up. Hey, I can barely lift my shield. Can you help me? And we lift our shield together. Are you with me? Oh my goodness. Third point this morning. I will bring unity to the body of Christ. Let's say that together. Are you ready? I will bring unity to the body of Christ. Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Listen, a lot of times walking into those situations, walking into those rooms, thinking I've got nothing left because I've been dulled by the things of life over and over and over and over. Every sharpness of reading the Word in the morning sometimes is gone by the afternoon. Sharpness is gone. Everything I put in, oh, I have nothing left to give. Does this feel like anybody else? Or If I'm just preaching to myself, that's fine. I'll, I'll go back and listen to this over and over again to make sure I, I stay unified with the body of Christ. Are you with me? Because we need this. The body of Christ needs this. Living Stones Church needs this. And the church in French Valley needs this. The church in America needs this. We're all a part of the body. Are you with me? Baptist, Nazarene, wherever, whatever it is. We're all a part of the body. Are you with me? We need each other in the midst of all these things. Hebrews, let's go back to Hebrews 10.25. Now that we've gotten yelled at a little bit and gotten a little excited, I just want to read it again. Hebrews 10.25 says, And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of His return is drawing near. This season of life that you're in right now, you need more encouragement. You need it. You need it. Tell your neighbor, I need it. I need it. I need the encouragement. I need somebody to be with me in all this. Are you with me? The body of Christ needs to be united. A body that's not united dies. We're wondering why the church today is, is a dying breed. First of all, because I think that we all have a sugar-coated faith. It's all sugar-coated. Whatever sounds good, as long as, long as it puts some more money in my pocket and, and gives me all my dreams and visions and everything that I put on my dream board, then I'll go to church as long as you're going to preach about those things. But you're going to preach about personal responsibility? You're going to preach that, that I, I have a part to play in, in making the church whole and healthy? Listen, God called us to, to be a church together. 
on fire, moving with passion and power. Listen, when we walk together, nothing gets in our way. Because God built us this way. He built us to go out and make a difference. He built us to go and make change. There are churches with thousands of people all around this nation that are sleeping. What if just one little church in the middle of French Valley decided we're not going to be that? Listen, this church will be thousands of people. There will be, there's no question in my heart and mind. God has already told me. I've already seen it, and I know it's going to happen. I know it. But I pray that I'm, it's not thousands of people that are sleeping in the pews. That's my prayer. I don't want to be like another church that's just sleeping. I want to be a church that's alive. A church that loves each other. A church that fights for each other. When, when I'm too weak and weary to pray, I pray that my brother's standing right there holding me up saying, I'll pray on your behalf. Are you with me? We're in this together. Somebody say together. 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 Is, it's, is it men's group this week or, or ladies? It's men's, right? Men's. That's what all the grunting was about earlier, right? It's men's group this week. Ladies, tell him he needs to go and stop making excuses. Just tell him. You need to go. Stop making excuses. If, there, if there's a reason you can't go because you work during that time, sure. But if it's just an excuse because you're tired from the work from the day, get there anyway. Get there anyway. Because you won't leave tired. You won't leave tired. You'll be ready for Friday. On Friday, you'll be so much more excited about Friday than you've ever been excited about Friday in your life. Right, Pete? That's right. Things shift when we're doing it together. When we neglect the gathering together, we neglect the power of unity. When we neglect the power of being together, we neglect the protection of unity. When we neglect the power of being together, we neglect the equipping that happens in unity. The kingdom of God is interdependent. I need you. You need me. We need each other. We're not, I'm not above you. I'm only standing up on this stage so the people in the back can see me. But I'm not above you. I'm not better than you. Come on. I, I, I need to sit in these pews just as much as you and hear a word that's going to encourage me and tell me who I am, tell me who God made me to be. We each need that. We can't do it on our own. We need each other. Something shifts when we stop doing it by ourselves, right? We need each other. We need each other. I need you. What's your, what's your name? Kennedy? I love you. Kennedy, I said it right? Awesome. I love you, brother. I'm glad you're here. You have a beautiful family. Come on. Something has to shift when we do things together. Together. It's, it's so enticing to just go and sit by yourself and think I'm protected if I don't have relationships that will end up failing me later. There's something that says, oh, if I just stay in my bubble, then I won't get hurt. Can I be honest with you? You're hurting already. You need somebody else that's outside of your bubble that maybe God has a little bit of strength. Maybe God gave them a word that day. Maybe, maybe God's speaking into them. Maybe, maybe, they went to, maybe they went to Fight Club this week and, and they got all rattled and they're like, hey man, listen, we don't have to live like this no more. Woo! Things are going to shift and things are going to change. Oh, 
Something's moving. Are you with me? Like, there, there has to be a shift in mindset so we can see the fullness of what God wants to do. There's one thing I know in building the church and in, in being, being a part of building churches over the last 15 years. One thing I know is that we have everything we need right here. Everything we need right here. Right here. There are gifts and talents sitting in your chair right now that are to be used for the kingdom of God and you think they're insignificant until that stone gets put in the wall and then all of a sudden two other stones can be put on top of it and another couple stones get put on top of that and all of a sudden nothing that comes against us will prosper because the church is being built oh my goodness are they fired oh they found some stones good job good job good job they found some God's building his church. And he's building it on you and he's building it on me. I wish I wish I could show you just how imperfect I am. Because I, I think some people look up here and they think like, wow, they're so polished. Look at this worship team. I mean, a glorious beard like this. Like, oh Lord Jesus. I'm praying for that beard anointing to hit Brad in the name of Jesus. Just like while we're worshiping right now, just beard just comes. No. You can skip the ladies. You can skip the ladies. Kai is an adult now, so he deserves a beard too, but we, we might look like we have it together. We don't have it together. There's not a person on this stage who has it together. There's not a person on our leadership team who has it together. There's not a person in the body of Christ today that has it together. None. If they say they do, they're lying. That's how you know they have, don't have it together. They don't. They don't. And so it's getting to a place of humility, realizing we need each other. We need each other. And I don't think it's enough just to come on a Sunday. I really don't. Sunday's great. I'm glad we can get in here and have a rah-rah moment and, and get excited about the week. But I tell you, the week hits hard. It hits hard every week, doesn't it? It hits hard. And you're going to need somebody to hold you up. You're going to need some sisters that you can text and say, hey, I'm going through it right now and I need some prayer. Are you with me? You need some, you need some brothers in the room that, are, that, that they're not going to judge you when you say, hey, man, I fell again and I, I, I did something I shouldn't have done. I said something to my family I shouldn't have said and, and I'm, I feel so terrible about it. And they can say, hey, listen, it's all right, man. I did the same dumb thing last week. We're going to get through this. We're going to be the men of God who's called, he's called us to be. Let's get in our word together. Let's read this devotional together. Let's do these things together. Let's pray together. Somebody say together. together. Church is meant to be done together. I pray that when people come into this church, they see amazing relationships. Because you have brothers and sisters and other couples that you connect with in this place. That you love and you know and you know where they struggle. And you cover them and you love on them. Are you with me? Because we do this thing together. Amen? Amen? Let's, let's pray. <clears throat> Father God, I just pray, Lord, that this message would, would penetrate into a deeper place in our hearts. God, I pray that this wouldn't be surface level. God, we get past the surface level and we get to those deep things, those deep-rooted, deep darkness, deep, deep things. God, help us to move the mountains in our hearts to see the fullness of who you want us to be. 